大家好 ，Hi everyone， you're listening to Bite Size Taiwanese。大家好，欢迎收听一嘴大记 ，A brand new podcast giving you a taste of real everyday Taiwanese。This is Alan， and I'm Phil。Welcome back， you're listening to episode six of our elementary level。Hey Phil。A friend of mine from Canada told me she gets asked the same questions almost every day, even <laughs> though she's been living here for years. Does that happen to you too? <laughs> but I know what she's talking about. These, I mean, these days I tend to blend in a little bit easier. But yeah, I, I get asked a lot of the same questions all the time. Actually, let me try to guess a few. Let's see.、Uh, like, where are you from? Of course, right? Yeah.、Sure. Uh, how long have you been in Taiwan? Fair enough. What do you do? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, have you eaten stinky tofu? Chao dao hu, right? That's very specific to Taiwan.、Uh, do you speak Mandarin? And if yes, do you speak Taiwanese? Right? <laughs> she mentioned all of those. Yes,、yeah, yeah. right. And she also mentioned that she gets asked a lot if she's married or has a boyfriend. Actually, yeah, I think I mean a lot of my women friends tell me this too. Like women traveling alone, I think this is a very common question they might encounter. Yeah. Um, but that's true,、uh, not just in Taiwan, but in other places around the world too. Yeah, to be honest, I think I may have asked some people some of those questions too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think most of them are actually pretty natural questions to ask.、Uh, but I've always been surprised by how many people ask about like stinky tofu, chao dao hu,、oh, right? Sometimes,、yeah. like sometimes I think it's like this little quick test to see like how deeply have you really tried to engage <laughs> with Taiwanese culture. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think the question is meant to pressure you. <laughs> We just think that the food is notorious enough to be a funny icebreaker. So, are there any other questions that might come across the wrong way that I shouldn't ask visitors? Well, I mean, actually, I think that's probably a whole other podcast we could do. There's, <laughs> there's a lot of like cultural differences that come up. Yeah, but I do think that question about like what do you do、oh. uh, is actually quite useful. So, why don't we talk about that today? Yeah, sure, let's do it. So, Alan, how do you ask someone what they do? Well, one common way is to ask where they work. You need to be careful. You need to be careful. Can you break it down a bit for us? Sure. We already know the you and to be where, and then jia is to eat, and taolo is a job. But the phrase jia taolo. Means to be employed by someone or work to get paid. <laughs> it does seem like everything always has to go back to eating, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're not kidding when we say how central food is to the culture. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely also heard lots of other words that talk about work too. Like I just read somewhere recently that Taiwanese workers work the fourth longest working hours out of anywhere in the world. Yeah, that's not a fun distinction、yeah. to have. <laughs> But yeah, another common way to talk about work is the word. Xiong ban, so this means to be on duty or to be at work. In one context, you can just say, "Guote xiong ban," I'm at work or I'm working. But you can also use xiong ban to replace jia tao lo in the question we just asked. So it becomes, "Di di de wei xiong ban," "Di di de wei xiong ban," Where do you go to work? Now I have a question that is somewhat related. So there's another word, shongke, that、yeah. means to go to class or to be in class. When I was younger, I always heard this in the context of the student going to class. But now that I have friends that teach classes or hold <laughs> workshops or trainings, 
I hear them use shonke when they yeah. are about to start teaching or training. So it's like to start class. But it can also mean to start working for yeah. a teacher or instructor, right? Yeah, actually, yeah, that's right. I always have to explain to people after I say shonke that I'm the one teaching. <laughs> Perhaps it's just because I'm always dressed like a student. People just assume that I'm there to attend a class, but not to teach one. Yeah, I also have some friends that both go to through company trainings as a student and also teach workshops as an instructor. And so when they say shonke, I'm never really sure which world they're, <laughs> what they're doing, you know? Yeah, it can be confusing sometimes. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to our original question about asking where someone works. Now, if we want to step up the politeness level, is there another way we can ask this? Sure, we can also say it like this. May I ask, where do you work? Here, we've added May I ask? And also use the word or service to mean work. So literally, it's like May I ask, where do you offer your services? <laughs> Actually sounds really formal in English. <laughs> so Alan, how do we answer all of these questions? It's quite simple. Since the question asks where you work, all you have to do is replace the word for the we where with a name of a company. If it's a well-known or more general description, like a school, hakhao, a restaurant, tantia, an international company, etc. So you could just say, Guati I work at an international company. And of course, you can switch out Jatauro with Shongpan or Hokbu, right? Right. Now, all the questions we talked about sort of assume that the other person is an employee or works for someone else. Is there a way to ask a question that's a bit more open-ended? So it might include those that maybe started their own business or practice? Yeah, definitely. In this case, instead of asking where, you could ask, what kind of job do you do? What kind of work do you do? And is a verb that has many meanings. But here it means to work as or to serve at some occupation, title, or position. And can we make the question even broader than job? Maybe just ask about one's industry, trade, or, or profession? Sure. You can just swap out tao lo with hang which means industry or profession. What industry are you in? And how can we answer all these questions? You can just simply say something like, I'm a lawyer. Or you can combine where you work and your position. I work as a teacher at a cram school. And since more and more people are taking part-time work or odd jobs here and there, we should definitely learn how we can say that. Suakang is the term for part-time work. So if we just say, I'm working part-time, you could say, So if you want to learn about some other ways to talk about work or specific jobs and professions, go check out our downloadable workbook, where we can get into much more detail than we can here in the podcast. 
So today we're going to talk about a grammar point. You may have noticed that in some of our questions and answers today, there was this really short particle de or le that you may have heard. Right. For example, when we ask the question, or in the statement, the particle de comes right before a verb like So what does it do? Basically, it helps to indicate that the action of the verb is in progress or is being done right now. It's similar in English to when we sometimes add the ending ing to verbs. In our examples today, it's used to indicate that we're currently working somewhere now or if we ask someone a question, where are they working currently? It's like giving the verb zu a simple present tense or present progressive tense. So, Alan, do we have to add this de particle? You could still have a sentence without it. For example, I'm a lawyer. But when there's no context or other words to indicate the time or location to provide a frame of reference, it sometimes sounds like the sentence is incomplete or there's something missing. Just like, I've been a lawyer, dot, dot, dot. In a lot of contexts, it sounds more natural to add de or de. All right, let's practice what we learned today. Hey, Alan, Hey, Alan, it's been a long time. Where are you working now? I now work as a lawyer at an international company. What kind of profession are you in? I'm a teacher at a cram school, but I also work part-time at a restaurant. Alright, I think we have our one-bite challenge. So, Alan, what did you just say? It's a Taiwanese saying. It basically means if you earn a little here and there, you're less likely to be poor. <laughs> that actually sounds like some good advice. Can you tell us more about when you might say this, Alan? Sure. It's usually said when someone's trying to earn a few bucks here and there by taking on multiple jobs or freelancing in their spare time. So nowadays, there's been a boom of people driving for food delivery or ride-sharing services. Exactly. This is the perfect phrase for that. <laughs> All right. If you want a more detailed breakdown of this saying, go check out the episode webpage. Okay, now it's review time and also your turn to practice. Like always, we'll say the English first and then the Taiwanese, once at natural speed and then slowly. Remember to say it out loud with us. Okay, let's get started. Where do you work? To be employed. To work to get paid. To go to work. To be on duty. To go to class. To be in class. Service. To offer services. Hokbu, 
Boo. I work in a cram school as a teacher. I Part-time work, odd jobs. What do you do for work? Industry, profession, trade. Hangyap. Hangyap. Lawyer. Dutsu. Dutsu. If you earn a little here and there, you're less likely to be poor. A saying usually said when someone's trying to earn a few bucks here and there by taking on multiple jobs or freelancing in their spare time. Okay, that's it for today. To review what we discussed in this episode, be sure to visit our website, bitesizedtaiwanese.com. And go to the episode page where you can find a recap of today's vocabulary, grammar points, and one bite challenge. And if you're looking for more practice and explanations, be sure to check out our downloadable workbook. Since there's only so much we can cover in this short podcast, the workbook is where we can get deeper into the topic and cover things like alternate pronunciations or original variations, added grammar discussion, related vocabulary, tone changes, and characters. Also, to really internalize what you've learned in today's podcast, it helps a lot to see things visually and actually produce answers yourself by doing the exercises. Try it out, and I'll bet you find that you retain things much better. Chapter 1 is a free download, so go check it out for yourself by clicking on the link in the show notes. You can download the workbook individually by chapter or get the entire season. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please do let us know. Whether it's by leaving a rating or review, leaving a message on our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram account, or even writing an email to us. Yes, we'd love to know more about our listeners and find out what's working and what's not. It's easy sometimes to feel like we're just talking into a <laughs> void. So please let us know you're out there. Yes, we want to hear from you. Thanks everyone for listening. And I'm Phil. See you next time. Bye.